This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, October 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Thanksgiving tax cuts predicted. Estate tax trade-off. NAFTA division. Purdue heads to Europe. And Purdue Pete. There's plenty of skepticism in D.C. that Congress can pass a package of major tax cuts this year, but we can report that Republicans are working behind closed doors on key details that have implications for agriculture. Members of the Senate Finance Committee have had several informal meetings so far to hash out various issues. Senator Chuck Grassley, Republican of Iowa, told Ag Journalist yesterday, there's nothing really nailed down yet at this point, but a lot of work has been done, so we should be able to get a tax bill and get one to the president by Thanksgiving. Cap on stepped-up basis, mold. Grassley, a former chairman of the committee, revealed that there is a discussion of capping stepped-up basis to offset the impact of eliminating the estate tax. Grassley indicated that inherited assets exceeding the current estate tax exemption would no longer benefit from a step-up in basis. Under that plan, assets above the limit would be exempt from the estate tax, but the heirs could be hit with capital gains taxes when they sell some of their property. The estate tax exemption is $11 million for a couple in 2017. If you're over the exemption level, then yes, no more death tax. But now you have huge capital gains tax, according to one lobbyist who's following the issue. The lobbyist says Republicans are looking for a way to offset the loss of revenue from ending the estate tax. At the same time, they're worried about being accused of passing tax cuts that favor the rich. Anti-dumping issue looms as NAFTA round opens. Negotiations with Mexico and Canada could be getting more uncomfortable for agriculture today as the fourth round of NAFTA negotiations open in Arlington, Virginia. The negotiators are expected this week to debate an anti-dumping provision that Florida tomato growers want added to NAFTA to fight competition from Mexico. Many producers elsewhere in the country, including the Pacific Northwest, are lobbying the administration to pull back on the issue. An industry source tells AgriPulse Bill Thompson that the provision could potentially disrupt the produce supply chain since some imported fruits and vegetables are grown by U.S. companies with foreign investment. For more on the NAFTA negotiations, plus an in-depth look at the myriad of funding requests for new Farm Bill funding, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes today. Farm Bureau joins the fight for freer trade. The American Farm Bureau Federation has joined forces with the Farmers for Free Trade Coalition, an organization dedicated to protecting international trade packs and advocating for new deals to promote agricultural exports. Farm Bureau President Zippy Duvall says his group is making it a priority to keep farmers at the negotiating table. Duvall hopes the Farm Bureau's decision to join the coalition will spur other groups to do the same. Purdue headed to Europe. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue is heading to London for a week-long trip to Europe that will include the G7 ministerial. Purdue is scheduled to meet tomorrow in London with Michael Gove, 
Britain's Secretary of State for Environment, Food, and Rural Affairs, as well as with members of the House of Commons Committee on Environment, Food, and Rural Affairs. In addition to the G7 meeting, Purdue also will travel to Rome, where he and other G7 agriculture ministers will join Pope Francis at the World Food Day Observance next Monday. The Secretary of Agriculture will also stop in Madrid to meet with his Spanish counterpart before returning home October 18th. Sinsky, McKinney, take charge at USDA. It'll be a lot easier for Purdue to leave the country now that he has some key assistants in place at the USDA. Steve Sinsky is now on the job as Deputy Agriculture Secretary, and Ted McKinney is the department's first undersecretary for trade after the two men were sworn in yesterday at USDA. Purdue used the ceremony to have some fun with McKinney, the former Indiana State Agriculture Director. Purdue said it was sure to leak out sooner or later that McKinney was the former mascot at his alma mater, Purdue University, that Purdue Pete. I told you he was a salesman. He's got some real talents, the secretary said. McKinney, for his part, clearly doesn't mind being known as a Purdue fan. He said, I defy anybody, maybe except Chuck Connor, who can say they've been a Purdue fan longer than I have. Connor, of course, is the former Deputy Agriculture Secretary who now runs the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives. You can find photos of their swearing-in ceremonies on AgriPulse Communications' Facebook page. Be sure and like us while you're there. Iowa Law Challenged A coalition of groups, including the ACLU, is taking on Iowa's ag-gag law in federal court. The groups have filed a lawsuit in the Southern District of Iowa that challenges the constitutionality of the 2012 law, which criminalizes undercover investigations at factory farms and slaughterhouses, effectively silencing advocates, the group said. The coalition argues that the law violates the First and Fourteenth Amendments of the Constitution. Federal courts have struck down similar laws in Idaho and Utah as unconstitutional. Here's today's He Said It. One thing I don't want discussed is agriculture. That Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa pressing concerns that U.S. farmers could be hurt by renegotiating NAFTA. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, October 11th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.